Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Annie Snyder. It might be lights out for most incandescent bulbs in America. As of today, the Energy Department will fully enforce new efficiency regulations that incandescent light bulbs aren't able to meet, effectively prohibiting their retail sale. In their place, consumers will have to buy more efficient alternatives, like LED bulbs. Those cost more upfront, but may save consumers money in the long run. So today, Politico's Josh Siegel and Kelsey Tamburino discuss the new regulations, Washington's political and culture war over light bulbs, and how the larger fight over energy efficiency standards isn't over. It's Tuesday, August 1st. This has been a long and winding road. Congress actually started looking at this issue more than a decade ago, but the Biden administration finalized rules last year two rules, one that expanded the list of regulated light bulbs that would be subject to this rule. And it also imposed an efficiency standard of 45 lumens per watt, which is what Congress initially put in place in 2007. So this has been a long time coming, but essentially the Biden administration put these new rules into effect last year, but they apply to both manufacturers, distributors, and retailers, which is a unique aspect of this from the department. And just given the significance of this rule, Manufacturers, retailers had asked for more of a phased-in approach. The department actually did that. And what is happening this month and what will go into effect August 1st is the full enforcement of these rules. So the department had been, you know, issuing warnings and giving retailers and manufacturers time here. But all of the flexibilities that they had put in place are now going to end. So essentially, this is the end of the road for most standard incandescent light bulbs that you have in your house. There's still some exceptions for example, for light bulbs in ovens, microwaves, or that are quite dim. But for the standard run-of-the-mill incandescent light bulb, this is really going to be the end. And these rules really kind of shift the market to LEDs and other more efficient technologies. Got it. And so the phase-out of incandescent light bulbs has actually been pretty quiet and been going on, as you said, for a long time. The culture war kind of over these light bulbs stretches all the way back to the George W. Bush administration, as you report. So tell us a little bit on that brief history behind the fight. Yeah. So as you said, this goes back to the George W. Bush administration. Congress set basically these standards into motion by putting what they called what is known as a backstop requirement in where if, you know, the federal government hadn't acted by 2020, then this 45 lumens per watt standard would go into effect. And a lumen is kind of the brightness measure of a light bulb. A standard incandescent bulb is by wattage, which is more the power consumed. So it's a totally different way of measuring the light bulb. But essentially, you know, a standard 60 watt incandescent bulb has about 800 lumens. So just by doing math there, that's about 13 lumens per watt, which is much lower than the 45 lumens per watt that Congress sought out, you know, more than a decade ago. But just because of the contentious na- nature of this, we saw Tea Party conservatives and presidential hopefuls really point to this action as, you know, overreach by the government and limiting consumers' choices. So it came up on the Hill often in appropriations fights. It was a rider on level legislation. So this was something that had just come up a lot over the last decade. The Obama administration eventually did take action to put these 
efficiency rules into effect for light bulbs and kind of the waning days of the administration. But then the Trump administration came in, basically said it wasn't necessary and blocked those rules. So now the Biden administration is now finishing what was started here and putting these rules into effect. So yeah, it's been quite a long process. And there's been at times really vocal opposition to it from Republicans, conservatives. So this is been something that has quieted down quite a bit. Republicans on the Hill have moved on to different issues about efficiency, but it's still very much something that, you know, has had a lot of focus on the Hill. For sure. And then stepping back, I mean, what does the phase out of the incandescent light bulb highlight about the power of government regulations pushing changes in the marketplace? Yeah, I mean, I talked to quite a lot of folks about this. And it's something that, you know, depending on who you talk to, they'll say, well, this is really consumers were already making this change. You're seeing the market respond to that. This potentially would have happened without these government regulations, but it really did move the ball forward, put a lot of writing on the wall that eventually this was going to happen. So, you know, some folks that I talked to really said that this is successful interplay of government regulations, technology advances, and also the marketplace adapting to consumer needs and is successful in that sense. But yeah, I mean, I think what the takeaway is that, yes, the government can enact these sort of things, put these things into place, but it's going to take quite a while. Yeah, This is, again, more than a decade that this has been playing out. And then looking forward, this fight may be settled over the light bulb, but the larger fight over energy efficiency standards is still looming, something we see in Congress all the time. Gas stoves are kind of the latest culture war issue that we've seen this year. So what should we expect going forward? Yeah, I mean, I think you can expect a lot more of the same. Some of the arguments that we heard from conservatives about light bulbs are the same arguments we hear now about gas stoves, dishwashers, refrigerators, and other efficiency efforts that the administration is putting forward. In general, the Biden administration has put a heavy emphasis on, you know, efficiency standards and the role they play in cutting emissions. So we can expect to see more action from them. They've already, I think, put out more than 20 just this last year alone in terms of proposed and finalized rules. But, you know, it's beyond efficiency standards. The market, the Biden administration is pushing forward to more electrification and, you know, more energy efficient technologies. And as these things crop up, you can expect to see pushback and some of the same concerns that, one, this is, you know, federal overreach, limiting consumer choices. But also there's an argument that forcing consumers to move to these technologies, replace them, is more burdensome. To be clear, a lot of these efficiency regulations that we're talking about are for new appliances. They're not mandating folks take out their gas stove, for example. But that argument is something we're going to see crop up, I think, continuously as the U.S. and this larger energy transition occurs. Also, Monday marked a huge moment for the U.S. electric industry when the first new nuclear reactor to be built from scratch in decades began sending electricity reliably to the grid. That's what Southern Company, the Atlanta-based parent of Georgia Power, announced on Monday about its Unit 3 reactor at Plant Focal. Proponents of the plant argue large-scale nuclear is crucial to meeting growing energy needs without emitting climate-warming gases, and argue it will soon prove its worth. But opponents point to past debacles and the plant's repeated stumbles, and say more vocals can't help meet President Joe Biden's goal of a 100% carbon-free U.S. power grid by 2035. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com power switch, and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. And Politico has a new podcast about to hit your feeds. 
Politico Tech launches this week and is your daily download on the disruption that technology is bringing to politics and policy. Early guests include Senator Todd Young, White House Chips Coordinator Ronnie Chatterjee, and the European Union's Ambassador to Silicon Valley. You can find Politico Tech wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Annie Snyder, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron knows developing and deploying carbon capture and storage is a critical step in helping make progress towards global net zero, which is why we're targeting 25 million tons of CO2 per year in storage and offsets by the end of the decade. That's energy in progress. Visit chevron.com slash carbon capture.